Welcome to the podcast, Life Lessons from Travels Off the Beaten Path. Hi, my name is Justine Murray, and I'm also known as Lighter Step Justine, as we strive to step lightly across the earth and only leave footprints. This podcast is about the life lessons I've learned as a traveler, particularly when I decided to step off the beaten path. Mostly this occurred in the non-digital era when there was no internet or mobile phones. My sometimes bizarre and always unforgettable adventures around the globe, often as a solo woman traveller, gave me great insight into living a fulfilled life, blessed with all my senses, to enjoy the wonders the world has to offer. From wildlife encounters, to midnight crashes, to dodging stalkers and trekking with tribes, to travelling with a child and around work commitments. I will entertain you with my stories and what each adventure has taught me, along with some general travel and life wisdom along the way. I also will be bringing in other travellers who can captivate us with their own travel stories and the life lessons they have learned. So tune in to me each week and let's get entertained with travel. So I thought I'd start with how I got into travelling. Now, I grew up in Australia and as a child and as an early adult, I had no interest in traveling at all. I was quite happy with my little life in Australia with my animals, my horses and my dogs. And um, yeah, just zero interest. And I had a friend who went overseas to Europe and that didn't spark my interest. But one day when she came back and I was there when she had some of her travel photos out and I was looking at the ones of Europe and there was no spark. But then I came across some photos of her uh, in Egypt and I was blown away, uh, the, how exotic it was and how the pyramids and how, how different it was to our lifestyle here in Australia. So all of a sudden I was hooked. That's what I wanted to see. I wanted to see something different, something where you couldn't get uh, here. Anyway, so my first country I went to was New Zealand, and New Zealand is beautiful. Uh, beautiful country, beautiful animals and um, people, the mountains, everything. But it's like going to, uh, it's very close to Australia, and it's, it's like Australia, so I didn't really feel like, I felt like I went to another state rather than go to another country. Uh, and so a year after that, 1990, I decided to go to Europe and backpack around Europe like everyone does. And uh, I left Australia with a couple of friends and I had $1,000 to my name. And I didn't get home till I think six and a half years later. So obviously I worked to support myself in between then. And I, the work I did was... Um, riding horses and grooming horses, and also um, hospitality. And I'm not going to go into detail of my European trip at the moment, but I want to talk about how I got into travelling off the beaten track. So when I was working in Austria, I worked in Austria for three years uh, with horses, and when I was working there, um, we got well paid, so I was able to, and it was, because Austria is in the centre of Europe, it was very easy to travel from 
from Austria. So I used to go to two or three or four countries a year on holidays. And at one time, we, a friend and I decided to travel over to the States, uh, which is not very far from Europe. Uh, and um, we went to Florida. And uh, she had relatives in Florida. And then we hired a car and drove all the way up to New Orleans. And it was fantastic. Um, we also booked a holiday package to Jamaica. Now, I was really excited because I thought, oh, this is great. I'll just get to see a, a different culture, the island culture, and um, it should be really good. But when we were booking it, the, tourist, the, the travel agent, um, she explained to us, we had to be really careful when we travel. We said it's very dangerous to travel in Jamaica. So uh, just go to the resort and stay in the resort. Do not leave the resort. So we went to Jamaica and flew into Jamaica. Now, I didn't even get to leave the airport before someone was handing me drugs and trying to get me to buy drugs off them, uh, which was, it was quite insane. And then we caught the bus to the resort on the other side of the island. Now the resort is is uh, is has everything. You pay a certain amount of money, and all food and all drink is included. And basically, the bar opens at nine in the morning, closes at five in the morning. So it was it was basically a party place. And being young, um, I I of course partied, had a great time, but about Three or four days in, we were there for like seven days, but three or four days in, I started to get a little bit down about it because we weren't allowed to leave the resort. And it was just a little square and, and around the resort was this six foot fencing with razor wire and we're sort of stuck. But then an opportunity came for me to go out and ride a horse along the beach. So I, I did that. Uh, and then when I finished the horse ride, I had a woman ask me if she could braid my hair. Now, at, this was at the time when 10 was a big movie and Bo Derek and her braided hair. And so I was always being asked and I never wanted it. But then eventually I said, okay, we just do three uh, on either side. That's it, three little ones. And so she was, was sitting on the beach and she was braiding my hair when, the, when a group of men came along and asked if I wanted to buy drugs. Now I said, no, I was interested. And then one of them threw a bag of um, white stuff on my, on my lap. Now, I don't know about this, but I thought it was a bag of cocaine. So I threw it straight back at him and said, oh, look, you know, go away. I don't want that. <laughs> and... Um, and so they took that and went away. Uh, and the lady said to me, well, you're very lucky because that was a setup, uh, as in police. And I wasn't really sure about that, whether it was or wasn't, but um, I, I just thought it was a very strange experience. And so after she finished braiding my hair, she walked me back to the resort to go to the the resort we had to pass through the village and we went through the village and um, I was jeered at I was um, uh, received many dirty looks and um, it was just very uncomfortable feeling as I walked through and I was really glad I had someone beside me because I felt very unsafe uh, and we went in 
we went back to the resort. And then, of course, I finished those three days and just uh, sitting there uh, looking out and watching the, all the Jamaicans outside the fence. I uh, used to just line up along the fence and try and call out to you to sell your drugs. And I remember one time at night I was sitting there and I heard someone swimming and there was a guy out further out and he was swimming along and he stuck his head out and said, do you want to buy some drugs? I just thought that was um, that was crazy. Anyway, uh, and then we left Jamaica and I remember the drive back to the airport uh, and looking at the beautiful scenery and thinking it was so sad that I never got to see any more of that beautiful island. And even though looking at anywhere you could stop, there was always um, a group of guys hanging around there. So it did not feel very safe. I don't know what it's like now. Uh, but anyway, um, I finished and I got home from that holiday and I was really disappointed. And I vowed to myself, you know, I didn't get to see Jamaica. I didn't get to see um, any of its culture, any of its beautiful natural terrain, uh, nothing. And I thought I could have, I was just in a, in a little spot of Americanism. I could have been any, I could have been somewhere in America. I did not need to be in Jamaica to have that sort of holiday. And I decided that holiday that type of holiday was not for me anymore I'll never do it again uh, that's why I don't do cruises I don't do any sort of uh, planned holidays and I vowed that if I'm going to be traveling to different countries I want to see the culture and immerse myself into that culture so I get to understand how other people live and so that's how I came about uh, planning for my next few years of travel off the beaten track and I'll start with that the journey about that tomorrow oh sorry not tomorrow the next the next um, podcast uh, when I'll when my next trip was to Egypt so I look forward to catching up with you then and telling you a bit about that